Hello and welcome to episode 51 of the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. As always, I'll be going over the top increases and decreases on the Football Index stock market today and trying to help explain why those players have moved in price the way that they have. First of all, we have Rodri, uh, Rodrigo Hernandez at Man City. I didn't know whether to call him Rodri or Rodrigo Hernandez. I know him as Rodrigo Hernandez, so we'll go with that. So we've got Hernandez up 22p to £1.78. So he is the defensive midfielder at Man City and he hit a huge PB score last night, winning top man, a PB score of 332. And he has also shown in the past he is capable of hitting very high PB scores. His top five are 332, 285, 244, 235 and 203. As far as I'm aware, he's the highest PB scoring defensive midfielder and I think his price would probably be a lot higher if he wasn't a defensive midfielder because there is this sort of conception um, and perhaps a misconception that defensive midfielders don't hit high PB scores. So there's a bit of a prejudice there, I suppose, against defensive midfielders because you probably think about them as players who aren't going to get goals or assists very often and therefore not hit the very high PB scores. But I think there is a few exceptions, and buying into those exceptions can be very profitable. I think Thomas Partey is another player who's got some decent PB scores at Atletico Madrid. I'll just quickly have a look at his PB scores as well, actually. Um, so, yeah, he's hit a 3-2-9 and a 3-1-9 this season already. I'm not sure if they were in Champions League games or not off the top of my head, but either way, they would have been massive PB scores. Um, and he's another defensive midfielder. So possibly good value at 92p. He's not one that I would be highlighting on my side personally, just as um, he doesn't really fit many of the market trends coming up unless um, unless he gains some transfer speculation over summer, as he has done in the past, to be fair. But yeah, the point here is basically some defensive midfielders may actually be quite good value. And I think Rodrigo Hernandez possibly is, especially given he'll be playing for Spain as well at Euro 2020. Plays for a strong team and he is very capable of hitting those matchday scores capable of earning dividends. And then we've got Kai Havertz up 16p to £4.18. That's quite a big rise there. And the reason for that is due to the transfer speculation of him either going to Man United or Liverpool in summer. And the sporting director, Bayer Leverkusen, has sort of hinted at him being on his way out this summer. So the director, he said earlier that he's glad that they kept him for this year and they'll see what it looks like in summer. Um, And so he's sort of hinting there that perhaps he may be on the move in the future. And we'll have to wait and see what happens there. But if he is on the move, then... I'm sure he'll increase further as playing in the Premier League. There's more exposure to more football index traders and perhaps we'd even see his PB scores increase after their side, um, especially at Liverpool. You'd imagine he'd be in the mix uh, to hit those huge PB scores as he did last season. This season, PB scores haven't been so great. Top five are 199, 193, 179, 176 and 173. Whereas last season, he was actually... Um, hitting some really big PB scores. And I think he got around 20 goals last season too, but he hasn't been scoring as much. There's a great thread on uh, why Havertz hasn't been scoring so much. Um, it's probably partly due to Julian Brandt's exit as well. 
Uh, but that thread was on, I think, Nick FI's Twitter or Tactical Analysis. I think that's his name on Twitter. Um, so maybe check that thread out. It was from a few months ago, um, I think, or may- maybe even just weeks ago. But that was all quite interesting. And then we've got Amine Guiri up 14 feet to £1.80. So apparently he is in the Leon squad for this weekend, playing Mets on Saturday, I believe. And with him just being in that squad, there's obviously a speculation that he'll get some kind of game time. I think he's just turned 20 or he's about to turn 20, but he is still very young and he is he has been out with injury as well. Yeah, so he turned 20 just four days ago. So he is still pretty young. And um, with him scoring four goals recently for Leon's reserves, and with the rises in the likes of Kakaret and Cherky, of course, there's quite a lot of speculation that Guerrero is going to maybe come on for Leon and uh, do something special. There's quite a lot of hype around him on Twitter as well. So he is a player who is certainly rising due to that hype and also maybe due to his goal-scoring record at youth level because he is a player who um, has scored many goals for France's youth sides across different uh, age groups. And then on to the decreases on the top 200, we have Danny Perejo down 16p to £2.1. Spoke about him a little bit last night, but I'd say the main reason he's down is because he's been negatively influenced by Valencia losing 4-1, first of all. And due to him not suiting the current market trend, in fact, he's very off-trend at the moment, his price decrease has been amplified. I'd say that's the best way of me putting it, is that when a player who's really off-trend, uh, when like something goes wrong for them, whether that be an injury, lack of game time, being knocked out of the Champions League... When something like that happens, often their price will decrease much more than if a player, um, if, if something similar was to happen to a player whose player characteristics suit the current market trend. I spoke about this a lot more in depth in my blog, and I probably phrased it a lot better in my blog as I had time to really think about it, I suppose. Um, but off the top of my head, I'd say that's possibly why Pirejo is down due to him being very off trend. And then with Valencia, um, possibly being knocked out and also of course it just limits his chances of earning dividends ultimately and with him being at 30 and at a high price already at £2.01 his price is sort of built up on the speculation of him returning that in dividends over the coming years and so the lesser games he has to actually return those, uh, return that price in dividends um, probably the lower his price will actually end up going Marcel Sabitz is down 10p to £2.15. Now, he's a player whose price has also been built up purely really on the fact of past data. There's a great quote, actually, I used in my blog today um, about how you should never forecast the future purely by extrapolating past data. There was something along those lines anyway, and that was uh, just very true, really. Um, and it seems, as I've discussed in other episodes, that dividend announcement led to um, a sort of market trend with dividend winners um, and players who had recently and around that time had been hitting very high PB scores, increasing dramatic amounts. Most of Sabitzer, um, he's not really got much transfer speculation over summer. 
he will be probably one of Austria's best players though. So perhaps he'll increase around the time of the Euros and maybe just leading up to uh, the Euro 2020 tournament. And Neymar's down 10p. I suppose PSG lost recently, but that's not really a big decrease for Neymar at £8.22 when we talk about percentages. So we'll move on to the squad list. We've got Hans Hatterbauer up 16p, Angelino up 15p, both having great games yesterday. Discussed a bit more in yesterday's podcast. And then Daichi Kamada is up 15p to £1.23. He got a hat-trick tonight for Frankfurt, uh, which is very impressive from midfield, playing on the wing. And he scored two against Arsenal in the Europa League as well. So he's a player now who's got quite a few goals in the Europa League, especially from midfield. But his PB score wasn't very impressive. So he's not actually earned top match day dividends despite scoring a hat-trick. And Christian Eriksen's hit a 2-9-1, which has beat him by 22 points with Daichi Kamada hitting a 2-6-9, uh, which is still a good PB score. But I suppose if you took the uh, multiplier off, it's not great given he's actually scored three goals tonight, including the game-winning goal too. So we've got Martin Braithwaite up 14p to 95p. And I'm amazed by his sort of... Uh, well, just what's happened with him over the last few seasons. I mean, he was playing in the championship quite poorly for Middlesbrough. And now he's just been signed by Middles, uh, by Barcelona, which is crazy. Um, so that's kind of due to the desperation from Barcelona with injuries to Osman Dembele and Luis Suarez. So he'll probably get a bit of game time, maybe coming off the bench in particular. And I just did a play review on him recently, um, as requested. And... Basically, he signed on a contract until 2024. So I do think over the upcoming seasons, there is a strong chance that at some point he will hit a good run of form and increase a fair amount. Um, and he's also going to be playing at Euro 2020 in a Champions League. And so could increase if he gets a bit of game time. And also if Griezmann was to get injured or suspended, then his price would possibly spike. But overall, I would say he's a very risky hold as he has just been signed out of desperation, really. And it's very much unknown how much game time he'll end up actually getting. And he has already increased massively as well. I mean, he's spiked from 46p last week to 95p. Overall, um, I personally wouldn't be buying a player like Braithwaite just due to the risk of him not get, getting much game time and all those who have bought him this week uh, selling in the weeks that follow. Uh, but we'll see what happens. He could end up flying if he uh, gets a few goals. or And if Barcelona go far in the Champions League and Griezmann gets injured, then you know the ceiling on where his price could go from here is quite high now he's at Barcelona. Alvaro Odiazola is up 13p to 83p. He's going to get his op- opportunity tomorrow night for Bayern Munich uh, because I believe uh, Boateng and Pavard are both, uh, are both suspended for tomorrow's game. And... I think, in a way, Audiozola is a bit like Angelino in the sense that no one really thought he'd get much game time at Bayern Munich. And they probably are going to be right, as this may just be his one game. Um, But if he does really, really impress, then you never know. He could maybe get rotated into that side now and then, uh, maybe with Pavard going to centre-back. But... um, It's probably quite unlikely that he's actually going to end up playing. It's certainly one I would watch out for, though. Um, so I'll probably watch that game tomorrow night if he does get on and plays really well, um, exceeding mine and Bayern Munich's manager's expectations. Then 
we could see him take off over the next few weeks, just given his age and potential playing in such a strong side. But I'd say overall that is quite unlikely. Raul Jimenez is up 11p to £1.64. He'll be playing for Wolves tonight. Um, in fact, they're playing right now as I speak because it's quarter past eight while I record this and doing it a little bit earlier than usual. And I'll probably do a podcast tomorrow morning, in fact, as I want to get into the habits of doing them in the morning because often I get quite tired at night, if I'm honest, and I will end up talking rubbish. Um, but yeah, Raul Jimenez playing against Espanyol. Decent chance there of a win for Wolves, I'd say. And being a striker in the Champions League and starting, you've got a decent chance of earning matchday dividends if you get a couple of goals due to the smaller pools and the dividends and offer can be uh, quite uh, quite good, really. Um, Mario Pasalic up 10p. Spoke about him a bit more yesterday. Uh, so I'll move on to Jovan Cabral at Sporting. He's up 10p to 86p. So I've been doing a lot of research today on players who could increase in these in upcoming weeks and months due to future positive factors. And I came across Cabral, very fortunately, at the right time. I went ahead and bought 888 shares. So I just blew my balance on him because um, I had a bit of money as I recently deposited a bit more um, as I'm feeling quite confident in the market at the moment. So, yeah, I put all the money that I had in my balance into Cabral. And that was at 76p today, so I'm really happy that he's gone up to 86p. I still have those shares. I think I sold 200 as he was going up. Um, but yeah, happy days uh, with that one. Um, I've not bought any of the other players that I intend to talk about in the post tomorrow, but I ended up just buying Cabral as it was about half two, just before three o'clock. And I thought if, he, if he's starting, he'll probably go up and it's going to be too late now to uh, write about him in a blog. So I'll just buy him instead. Um, so I won't be mentioning him in tomorrow's blog as it is too late for him now. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's a forward. He's very young. He got a goal over the weekend, although it was only a penalty. But he's a player with a high price ceiling. And he started off the game really well for Sporting. He was on a PB score of 80-something after 10 minutes. And I was tempted to buy some more, but um, he ended up not really hitting a very high PB score. But Sporting are still in the Europa League and it looks very likely they'll progress to the next round and if we see more of Cabral he scored a screamer last season I remember which was partly why I bought him um, but yeah if we see more of Cabral and the type of player he is he could continue to increase over the next few weeks we'll see um, Sergio Akimi up 10p so he's been playing for Barcelona's uh, second team in the Segunda division but he's been training with the first team recently so he's Spiked up in price due to playing with the first team. Then I'll quickly go over the decreases, if there is any. We've got Lucas Moura, Maxi Gomez, Goncalo, Guedes. So that's mostly due to Moura rose massively yesterday. As I talked about, it was a bit weird how much he actually increased, um, given his actual chance of earning dividends. And then Maxi Gomez, Valencia, looking likely to get knocked out. And Goncalo Guedes again, Valencia likely to get knocked out. And then Gaya, Jose Gay is down 4p as well. Overall, um, the market is still going up. Uh, the footy's up 25 points today, but he's up around 350 points so far this week. And it's all looking quite positive. There's going to be some more rises due to the Europa League, I imagine, tonight before... Um, before this podcast ends, which will be in about 10 seconds. Um, but yeah, I'll do another podcast tomorrow going over any more rises from the later games this evening.
I hope you've enjoyed listening. And if you have any questions or you want to get in touch with me about anything at all, um, it's at the Index Club on Twitter.